This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Okay, let's get um, to this. Christmas seems to have come early for certain people. And then Christmas has been every other day by all accounts here. So the former chairperson of the National Lotteries Commission Board, along with some of its members and senior employees, allegedly hijacked non-profit organizations in order to apply for grants, but used the millions to buy properties and luxury cars instead. The Special Investigations Unit has detailed in how once the former chair, Alfred uh, Nechengedzeni uh, Nebutanda, and his colleagues uh, received the cash, they used very little of the actual projects, uh, or very little for the actual projects, and the rest to enrich themselves. Now the SIU and the National Prosecuting Authorities Asset Forfeiture Unit have obtained uh, preservation orders to freeze the assets assets worth millions belonging to some of these people. Let's speak to um, the SIU spokesperson, Kaiser Kanyaro. As always, good morning to you, sir. Thank you so much for your time. Good morning, TT, and good morning to your listeners. All right, let's understand this. I mean, first of all, I want to, maybe I should ask the question, is there a link between the investigations that you have done here into the, the former board chair, um, as long as, as well as other members of the National Lotteries Commission and employees of the Lotteries Commission? Uh, is there a relation to the cases that you dealt with, uh, was it last year already, um, where some um, high-profile people, including actress Terry Petto, had their own assets uh, um, uh, seized by the SIU? Yes, there is a link. Uh, we, we have always indicated in the beginning of the investigation that we are looking into more than 7,000 NPOs and NPCs. Therefore, when we look, we, just, we, we then look at a specific one, and then it takes us to people that are involved when we follow the money. And in most cases, you'll find that, that the same individual are involved in almost all of those transactions. Therefore, the people that we are dealing with now are the same people that we dealt with in those other ones that we have dealt with before, because the modus operandi mm. is the same. Okay. Now, the inter- new concept that you're introducing to us here is this of hijacking non-profit organizations. How exactly did that work? Is what they would do is uh, TT will apply for something else, Mm-hmm. And then they have the details of TT. They refuse uh, that application, but they take the information and use it to apply for something else. And sometimes they make you aware, sometimes they don't. They just uh, change the, the bank details and then they use your NPO or NPC for that purpose so that they can benefit. That is how they do that. Now, if, if that's the case, you say sometimes they make you aware, sometimes they, they, they don't. In cases where they do make uh, you aware, do you then become an accomplice or what is the arrangement that then unfolds uh, in making you aware? It doesn't mean necessarily that you are going to benefit from what they're doing. Yeah, no, you become an accomplice. The minute you know what they are doing, mm. because then then the process will, will unfold in a way that once the money gets into your bank account, you must send it to somebody else. Therefore, you become party to this process. 
Right. Now, the preservation orders, uh, just explain to us how that works, because this is not, uh, uh, in my understanding, if, if my understanding is correct, this is not a forfeiture. They have not forfeited these assets. This is not like what happened in the case of uh, um, Terry Petro, and I don't know whether there were others where you actually went ahead and auctioned the properties. Yeah, let me start there by saying, yes, there are others. Uh, in the matter in the Transnet, we... I did a forfeiture for of those five car, five houses and fifteen thirteen cars in the Sagala case, mm-hmm. and then we went through and we did the forfeiture order. The same applied with the Hamilton Drove, if you remember, mm-hmm. the house was sold now not so long ago. Therefore, that we we go through. But what the process entails is that once we 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 do the preservation order, we then serve you as the people that are involved to say. If you want to challenge this order, you can do so. Therefore, we wait for you. Processes happen. If you do not challenge it, like in the case of Terry to the lawyers came and said, no, we are not challenging, then we sold it. In the case of uh, Samofokati, for example, he said he's going to challenge it. We will then take the process through. But ultimately, we will then uh, do a forfeiture order mm-hmm. where we will forfeit all of those to the state and they will be sold. In total, what is the sum that you are chasing? I mean, because ultimately this is your uh, response. That's what the role that you play as the SIU is to, um, you know, re- recoup money that belongs to the state or state-owned entities. How much money are you chasing uh, in as far as the, 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 that has been used in this fraudulent manner? At the moment, we have quantified it to around $344 million. And you, you know that for so far we have preserved over 67 million in the previous round. And today with this Rolls Royce and BMWs, the value is about 14 million. Therefore, we are still going because there's still a lot of NPOs mm-hmm. that we've got to look at. And extraordinarily, I see that, I mean, it says that, uh, for example, they would say a total of 264,000 and 741,000 were paid for deposits in properties. Would this money, that, would this be money that would have flowed directly from the National Lottery Bo- uh, Commission's um, account straight to uh, whoever owns these houses as deposits? Or would they go via these um, NGOs that would have been hijacked? Yes, the money goes from the lottery commission to the NPO or NPC, and then they then get transferred from there either to lawyers who will then uh, use them to buy property or then pay directly to the dealership, like in the case of this uh, Rolls-Royce. There were about five or six transactions that were done uh, in different uh, NPOs who were paying directly into the the Mm. dealership. Fascinating stuff there. Thank you so much, Kaiser Kanyaro. And as always, for talking to us, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, people are living large on ill-gotten gains. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.